What's happening with it? This is Slink Johnson, a.k.a. Black Jesus, your Lord and Savior. And you're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. How you love that? You are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network, featuring Pod of Thrones and the Shiznit. This is the Red Rock Podcast Network. From Red Rock Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is the Shiznit. And your hosts, Damon Standifer, Charlie Bell, and Dean O'Reilly. Now, put your hands together for the Shiznit. Well, all right. Welcome back to another episode of the Shiznit Show. We realize that you have a choice in your podcast listening, and we appreciate you listening to us. A good day, Charlie Bell. Hmm. No Charlie Bell. Good day, Weasel. Good day, mate. All right. You here. (laughs) Well, for you guys at home, do not panic. Have no fear, Charlie Bell will soon be here. (laughs) (laughs) She is just running late, as usual. Stuck in that traffic. Yeah, is that what we're calling it these days? Traffic? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Me, me. Charlie Bell is probably late from a hot, coming from a hot date, so she's stuck in something, all right. Yeah, well, she, she, she got that sweet hangover. <laughs> she don't want to get over. <laughs> so what's up with you, man? What, what's been up? It's been a couple weeks, bro. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's been a while. Yeah, man. we had Easter and whatever oh, else. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Resurrection Day. Yeah. Which, you know, well, I, I guess that's like what happens when you take Viagra. You have a resurrection. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. That, that, that should, that's what they should have named it. <laughs> resurrection Day. Sing hallelujah. Oh, man. Yeah, dude. I, you know, I, uh, yeah, man, I, I, I was, uh, I was in, in my car the other day. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we uh, we were coming back. Uh, my mother and I were coming back from Easter dinner, mm-hmm. and, and my leg locked up on me, man. Oh was, damn! Was, and and I, it was like I couldn't move, and I, we're stuck in the middle of traffic. And you know, wait, now this wasn't a Charlie horse. This was just it just locked. Well, it was like yeah, like, yeah, like, like your back does. No, yeah, it was. Uh, uh, I, I guess a, a cramp or whatever. It was okay. uh, on, in my the inner part of my leg. Okay. 
And I, I just I couldn't. Okay, so it was a cramp. Yeah, okay. yeah, it was a serious serious cramp, man. It was like Oof. like in the middle of traffic for that's, like five minutes, man. That's that's pretty dangerous. Yeah, it, it happened at the wrong time. You could have mm-hmm. had an accident. Oh yeah, yeah. Fortunately, we were at a stop. Yeah. So uh, you know, so it, people went around because you know, no one no one ever you know whenever your car is stopped, you put on the hazards. Mm-hmm. No one ever says, "Hey, let me get out and help." Right. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, they never say that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, or they could say it, or they might say, you know, maybe we should help, and then they just keep right on driving. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, they, they probably pray for you. Well, yeah, and, and that, that's, that's always effective. <laughs> yeah, the Christians, they, <laughs> yeah. they pray for you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I get that all the time. Pray yeah. for me. We'll pray for you. Yeah. We'll uh, cover you in the blood of Jesus. That's right. That's right. <laughs> or the blood of somebody. <laughs> <laughs> like they're vampires, man. They like to cover them in the blood of Jesus. See what happens. <laughs> Watch them fry. That would have been a great. That would have been a great Buffy the Vampire Slayer. She she goes out there and gets the blood of Jesus and throws it on and, and the angel steps in it by accident. I ever tell you that time, man? Well, my uh, my dad is trying to teach Danya about Jesus and resurrecting and everything, mm-hmm. and she's. She's talking about uh, zombies. Yeah, <laughs> like to her, Jesus sounds like a zombie because yeah. he raises from he right he rose from the dead. She's like, yeah, Paul, but do you ever watch The Walking Dead? They got zombies too. <laughs> Blessed are the peacemakers, <laughs> for they shall inherit the earth. <laughs> Oh man, that was, yeah man, that was and then funny. Uh, yeah, and then like last week, man, I, I got I got on a I was on a Sanford and Son kick. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, they, those that's the beauty of YouTube, right? Man. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you can just you can just take a trip back and trip and, down memory lane. <laughs> I like to uh, look up the old cartoons and see which ones my uh, my daughter will be into and which ones uh-huh. she won't. Yeah. Which which ones are she, uh, do you uh, do you have a, which ones? Are, I've showed her. Um, she loves Mighty Mouse. Oh yeah, she yeah. loves Mighty Mouse. Yeah. That's yeah. one of her favorites. Here uh, I come to save the day. Mm-hmm. She loves Mighty Mouse. Mm-hmm. I, I think she likes Popeye too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I had to show her Popeye because I started calling her Wimpy. Uh, she likes hamburgers, she likes so, hamburgers. <laughs> so much, and I kept saying, "I gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today." And of course, she had no idea what Daddy was talking about. It's like, "Oh, Daddy's losing his mind again." <laughs> This nigga, he's like, he's, you know, they say grandma got Alzheimer's, but daddy's got something. Because he keeps talking about paying somebody Tuesday for a hamburger today. So I finally decided to show her uh, Wimpy, and, and she liked, uh, she liked, uh, she liked Popeye. And um, I'm trying to think of one of the ones that she didn't care for too much. I can't. It was one that I thought she would really like. And she, like Felix the Cat? I haven't showed her Felix. Oh, okay. Um, but she liked Mr. Peabody because we actually went to see that see movie. movie. Okay. Yeah, actually, uh, Facebook just showed me uh, one year ago today. Uh huh. Peabody and Sherman. Right. We yeah. were yeah we were on our date seeing Peabody and, and Sherman. A good day, Charlie Bell. Hello. Charlie Bell just walked into the studio for all you guys who didn't know. Ding dong goes the bell. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> Ding dong. How can we not, how can we have any bell sound effects for me? Come on. <laughs> we need get, that. Get the word. We need that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This. You. 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 There's a friend. That's true. Charlie, a different friend. That's the only way they call. That's the only bells you get. <laughs> nah, I like it. I like it. I'll take it. <laughs> man, I, I, so. man, I, I, uh, 
uh, Felix the cat, man. I I I, th- I think she would like Felix. I think she would like Felix too, but yeah. I, you can never tell. Yeah, uh, um, the wonderful, wonderful cat. He yeah. I think it's Scooby Doo. I think she. I thought she would like, and she didn't like Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo's a little older. I think Scooby Doo's a little old. I don't really think I really got into Scooby Doo till around the third or fourth grade. So you was old enough to understand that Shaggy was high. <laughs> well, no, I, you know I never picked up on that late until I actually yeah. smoked weed. <laughs> but, um, Nobody picks up on that until they're like uh, at a certain age. No, but until you understand the plot lines, because right. at first it's just scary when you when you think it's actually the real ghost, and then when you realize it's a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Then you're like, damn. Yeah. Right. I, I, I'd like to see some like real life crooks that they discover is like haunting the house and, and, uh, <laughs> and like they, yeah, I like I like to see it like on uh, uh, like cops an episode of cops they go in there and there's like uh, uh, the guys are pretending to haunt a house and then they right. come in and, and we would have gotten away with it if it weren't for you meddling cops. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah. So um, Damon was just talking about. Uh, uh, looking up stuff on uh, YouTube, and I was saying how I like to look up old cartoons and watch them with Danya. Oh, see what, yeah. See which one she's into and which one she's not. Well, of course, so. I was looking up Hope Flood on YouTube, so that was pretty funny. Okay. But also, um, Soul Train. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw that post. Man. I saw that post. I, I can't, I can't not get happy watching soul, old Soul Train clips. It just takes you back. <laughs> oh, I thought you said Soul Plane. Oh, hell no. <laughs> hell no. Soul Train. Soul Train. Yes. Oh, God. I was watching, I was watching some, um, oh, I was watching, I guess it was a later episode oh, of Soul Train. They'll probably bring it back eventually. Yeah. But, but it was like all the women were of different ethnicities. Mm-hmm. It was like it was a it was a white woman, a, a black woman, and an Indian. She was like it was like watching the female village people dance <laughs> through the soul <laughs> dance through the soul train line. Yeah, yeah, totally. And that's where the, the village people got their um, sartorial inspiration. <laughs> I had a cousin on Soul Train. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, I had a cousin who used to dance on Soul Train sometimes too. Yeah. She she um she only did it for a little while. She got um. She got exasperated because she wouldn't get any screen time. So. Yeah. Her outfit wasn't wild enough. I'm like, you're not fucking the right dude. That's, that's well, what it first is. Of all, most of those dudes were gay, so you're, you're shot. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the production people. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. Well, the cameramen and stuff like that. Yeah, the production yeah. guys. Yeah. That, that's what she needs to, you know, I'm like, that's what no, she you know needs. You need to take a visit to Don Cornelius. Yeah. Oh, that's barking up the wrong tree. Yeah, that's, oh, really? I think that. Um, the, um, that, that was the. The rumors that I heard that he was gay. Yeah, I had no idea. Really? No. Yeah. But be that as it may, I, I, per, me personally, I personally believe that Soul Train was a strict meritocracy based on the flyness of your outfit. If you came in there looking, you know, clean as the board of health, you were going to get a shot. <laughs> you know, if you had a freaking pleather, mm-hmm. you know, um, shoulder pad that mm-hmm. was spiked. You were gonna get a shot. You were gonna be. You know, it sounds like, like a Raider if fan. Ha- if your hair was just on fleek, I mean, mm. you would get. On. I mean, I really truly feel like they were. It was all about presentation. So mm. yeah, I had, I had a buddy who was on Soul Train. Uh, I never saw him on there, but uh, right. Yeah, he would. He uh, he yeah. He was he was called the legend, and he uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was. And this this must have been this must have been like the late eighties. You sure he wasn't called allegedly? <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly, he was on Soul Train. <laughs> well, his, well, his, la- his last name was In His Own Mind. Uh, oh. uh, just kidding, man. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, look, think about it. They had 
like you said, all races, mm-hmm. ethnicities. They mm-hmm. had different size people. Yeah. They had gay. They were real. They were real. Um, well, well, gay dancers. That's not a big stretch, well, right? right, right, right. <laughs> but I'm saying back in those days. Yeah. I mean, yeah. even to just put it out there openly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, Charlie Bell, what what you been up to uh, over the break last couple of weeks? What what did you do for Easter and whatever else? Um. What have I been doing? I've been, or should we say, who have you been doing? Yeah, no. I think we last left off. You uh, had a bunch of. Uh, I had options. Yeah, you had a whole lot of uh, what do you call it? Um, flashback dick in your yeah. life. Flash dick. <laughs> right. Yeah. I prefer, as an environmentalist, I prefer to call it recycling. <laughs> but um, no, I. <laughs> I haven't recycled any. I actually visited family, and um, I had a big paper due, so I kind of... That's why it was hard for me to wake up today. I was really out of it. I've just been recovering from this 20-page paper that I wrote. Mm. Have, have you have you turned it in? Oh, yeah. It's oh, done. Okay. Victory. All right. Cool. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool, cool. Well, okay, I'm been uh, hesitating about my news my news is kind of bad and i don't want to bring the show too far down or whatever so i'll try to get through it without uh doing that but you know hey this this show is about our lives and people i think like hearing about our lives and there's you know bad things to happen it's part of life so you know that's that's just the realness of it so we share it with all of it with you guys but uh you know we're not gonna dwell on it uh the first thing is um Let's see. Uh, Hoopla left the network, so there's that. Um, the, there was no beef, no malice. Uh, he just wanted to uh, start his own network, so he's started his own thing, uh, the G-Spot uh, something or other. The, yeah, the G, G-Spot network. And uh, so he's going to be having Hoopla over there, and he's going to start you know some other shows and whatnot. So that's that. And then... Um, the real bad news is my mom passed away uh, um, yesterday. And uh, it was one of those things where uh, I was telling Damon and my nephew and I were talking about it because she's been sickly for many years, especially the last five or so. And, <clears throat> you know, tell yourself, like, okay, she can go at any moment. And you try to prepare yourself. And, you know, but when it happens, it's, you know, it, it doesn't seem like it was – did any good, you know, (laughs) you know, all that, like, okay, I'm ready. You know, she can go at any moment now. She can go any, and the funny thing is, you know, I've been saying that about, uh, both my parents and they, they'd go into the hospital and they, you know, they come out and it's like better than ever or whatever. And it's like, Oh, okay. You know, they're still here or whatever. But you know, this time it was, uh, it was too much for, but you know, on the, uh, on the, uh, on the plus side, my mom has been tired for a long time, you know, for long, for many years. She's been saying that she's tired and ready to go home and, you know, she's home just, to Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. That's what she, yeah. Home to heaven. And just, she's, she's had a rough life. My mom did not have an easy life or a great life, unfortunately. And I'm, I'm sad about the fact that I was never able to do a lot of the things that I wanted to do for her, mm-hmm. you know, before she, before she left here and a lot of things I wanted to do to, you know, to bring her some happiness I wasn't able to do. Um, so, but uh, it was peaceful. You know, she basically was, uh, she was in the hospital and she was reading a magazine and she just, you know, her heart just stopped. And uh, 
that was, that was that. So I want to say thank you for all of, all of you who um, have expressed your condolences and your well wishes on my Facebook page. You know, I, I'm not just saying this. It really means a lot. So for anybody who thinks, oh, this shit doesn't mean anything or he's not thinking about or people, you know, when they are going through things like this and you you write a little, you know, you know, I wish you the best or my thoughts or my prayers are with your family, whatever, whatever little thing you write. It really does. It it does. um, It does bring some sort of solace. It does help. Um, I was very touched by all of the responses and I think each and every one of you um uh, who left who left those comments they are appreciated and they they do make a difference. And now now I know because I've I've left a lot of condolences and 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 things like that for people on social media and I always wonder like does this, you know, does it matter? Does it mean anything? And I think a part of me is like, well, they probably wouldn't have posted it if if they didn't want somebody to say something or to know that there's somebody mm-hmm. out there thinking about them or mm-hmm. or something, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, so now I know, I, I, at least for me, you know, it, it matters. So I, I hope, you know, for the people who, you know, I um, left thoughts for it, it mattered to them as well. So. Absolutely. It matters because it <clears throat> reminds us that we're all connected, you know, and that our, our lives matter. Don't start Charlie Bell. I'm just saying. Do not. It's no. true. It's true. I'm no, saying. I'm get, 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 the, get the tremor out of your voice <laughs> because up. you're going to start a, a chain not. reaction. And I will be crying up in this bitch. No, I'll be crying like a little bitch up in this bitch. <laughs> so don't don't even start. Right, I'm not going to say it, but no. I'm just saying we are. No, you can say it. But we are don't. connected, right. and our lives matter. And right. and I know that you know whenever we lose someone, we think about oh, well, what if or we should have or I wish I could have. But ultimately, the 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 biggest tribute that you could pay to your mom is what you're doing, which is living your life as a, a great man of character and um, a great father and having learned the lessons from her life. And, and you, you it, just recently, I know you weren't anticipating that she would be, you know, leaving us like this, but mm-hmm. just the, the, just the, the tribute that you paid her and everything she did to make you independent and strong and overcoming, you know, any challenges that you faced in your life. That's what, you know, that's what love and life and connection and, and, and it's all about. And, and so I'm sure there's nothing that you could have done more for her that would have meant more than what you've already done by being the man that you are. And I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to take the liberty of speaking for her, <laughs> being her, her heavenly spokesperson. <laughs> circle of life, man. That's all I got to say, you know, circle of life. Man. Right. So I I got this one little uh play this one little tribute uh to my mom. Ah, I'm in love. I'm in love. I'm in I'm in love with the 
stupid, right? Yeah. Had you. She thought she was talking about she was in love with Jesus or something. I, know. I, was, I, was, like, I was like, is this going to be a gospel remix of the Coco? That's what I'm Cause you know Erica Campbell from Mary Mary, she got a trap remix. <laughs> That's on the agenda. <laughs> Omg. You should see her. She's wearing all black, and she got on her her grandma, her uh, her like her her old lady going to church hat. I love it. And she just 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 yeah. spitting. She's representing her God. <laughs> all I know is now I'm gonna cry. <laughs> know is what dude that made this song he ought to be ashamed of himself because granny just came and remixed the fuck out of it granny. and made it like a billion times better yeah you know I, what i'm saying yeah. i fucked I with granny yeah i fucked with crackhead granny <laughs> no no crack dealing granny well, all both, both. yeah right right right, right 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 that's right that's right right absolutely for y'all who don't know my mom had a a, a great sense of humor <laughs> so uh yeah so I, i'm not yeah i wasn't gonna play some sad thing had everybody here crying fooled y'all niggas <laughs> i fooled y'all niggas i fooled y'all niggas <laughs> <You're stupid. laughs> but that's oh, all that she that is way better than the the real song yeah that is like so much better than the real song yeah. like granny was like granny was turned she up, was turned up <laughs> for what <laughs> Like, whoa! Yeah. Oh, man. Right? Mm -mm. Go ahead, Granny. I am not mad. Mm -mm. News and noteworthy. The Shiznit. All right. Well, uh, so we got a couple of of, uh, bad stories here back to back, but uh, hey, we got it. We got to deal with it. We got to address it. The Walter Scott shooting. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> uh, his funeral was just yesterday, by the way, Walter Scott. So shout out to the Walter Scott family and uh, our deepest condolences to his family, the Scott family. And, uh, you know, well, at least this time, you know, somebody was charged, you know, um, the officer was charged. So, okay, I guess I, I'm assuming everybody knows because, you know, the story's been out of pretty much a week. It broke, I think, last Sunday, like after our show, or uh, like after our show last week. Well, we weren't here last right. week. Right, we weren't here, but. Oh, 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 oh okay. We still, had a, we still had a new show. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. But, um, so in case you guys have been living under a rock. <laughs> hmm. Or watching Fox News. <laughs> Walter Scott is a gentleman who was pulled up. Excuse me. He was pulled pulled over for, for having a broken tail light, which in that state but, only one is required. 
Okay. So he shouldn't even been pulled over. In other words, you're saying he's, he's saying it was a very it was even even a more minor infraction than it already was. Okay, so he was he was pulled over for a broken tail light in uh, South Carolina, and uh, one thing led to another, and uh, a citizen happened to be walking by and started filming the the interaction between Walter Scott and the officer, um, Officer Slager, I believe is how you pronounce his name. And next thing you know, Walter Scott starts uh, to run away from the officer, and the officer uh, shoots him in the back uh, six times. Six times, and then another two times, uh, he fired, and I think he either missed or he hit him someplace that other than the back, like the shoulder or something like that. And so that yes, he, so Walter Scott was killed there on the spot. Uh, then the officer goes over and he handcuffs. Walter Scott and dead. Yes, while he's dead, um, but you know, you got to make sure that the threat is neutralized. Right. So, and uh, you know, black dead black men are known <laughs> for grabbing tasers. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah. So then uh, the you see the the officer go back and pick up something, and you can't make out what it is on the on the film, and he heads towards uh, Walter Scott's body and. He uh, drops it. And there's another officer at the scene at this time who is uh, attending to Walter Scott's uh, body and looks like he's also calling for backup or something. And he it didn't look it didn't appear to to me that the other officer saw uh, what the first officer did as far as going to pick up the. Uh, the item and then drop it off later. We, we find, you know, people are saying that it's a taser. Um, like I said, can't make it out in the video, but they're saying that it was a, a taser because the officer called in and said that Walter Scott was going for his taser and he was in fear for his life. But we clearly see that at the time, even if Walter Scott had gone for his taser, because there is a short period where um, from the, the sh- from uh, when, when from the officer the pulled, cam. yeah, from the dash cam when the when the officer pulled him over to the time <laughs> that we see him like in the park area, there's a little bit missing where we don't have any footage but even if that was true we see at the time of the shooting away. he was running away and the officer could not have been in fear of his life unless he's you know scared of the back of a 50 year old man who's getting further and further away from him well really he wasn't even really running he was more like jogging in slow motion <laughs> <laughs> i was like he really could have caught that dude because he wasn't really going fast at all he was like a 50 year old deacon he could have did that thing you know how i remember when you were a kid and you were running away and then the big kid come up behind you and just trip you yeah you know he could have did that totally because walter scott was like he really looked like he i mean he, he, he was, was struggling not, yeah he yeah was, he was struggling he, i mean he he could have if if he if he, if he hadn't got a shot, he could it was a fifty fifty shot, he would have just had an asthma attack. Right. You know what I mean? Like he was not He probably yeah, he probably could have waited five more minutes and just yeah. went and, and picked Walter Scott up off the park because he probably yeah. would have been doubled over right. trying to catch his breath. Right. <laughs> well, he probably he probably would have died from a heart attack. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Let, him, let, yeah. him, let him run. Yeah. 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 But uh Or let him skip or <laughs> So anyway, um yeah, so that's that's what's that's that's going on, and um, the uh, the police uh, the police department pretty quickly um, you know uh, came down on the officer, and uh, they charged him with uh, with murder and took him into custody and, and fired him, fired him, took him into custody, denied bail, and all that stuff. So um, you know, 
we will see how it turns out. But um, the only thing more rare than an officer being uh, convicted of a uh, convicted of a crime—I mean, uh, being charged with a crime—is being convicted of one. Yeah. So <laughs> exactly. We'll yeah. see what happens. America, where we see a murder take place on camera, we're like, I wonder if this is gonna stick. <laughs> right. Right. Well, yeah. two things I have to say about this. One is, um, God bless the the. Um, the guy who uh, filmed it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, we always talk about heroes and this. He really was a hero, like a real-life hero. So I think that's the one positive we can take away from the story is that he, he actually held on to the tape to see if the police would do the right thing. Right. And then when he saw the, the story come out, he's like, that ain't what was on the tape at all. Right. And then he was like, okay, his conscience made him act. So major props to him, you know. And I think that yeah. speaks to... The only way that this issue is going to get resolved on a larger scale, which is white people have to this. You guys have to start paying attention, white people, like until you guys recognize that this is a systemic problem. And again, this is not this is not this is one issue. It's not a black white issue. You know, this is a police community. Right. This is the police using excessive force against against people, uh, against the citizens. Right. You know, um, because it happens to, you know. It happens to white people too. Right. It mm-hmm. happens to black people more often. Right. And it and and, and uh, more oftentimes ends in death. Right. For black people, but it happens to to white people too. The principle you know? of it up happens. So yeah. exactly, I'm not saying that, but the point is that until white people recognize that this is a problem and and speak up against it, you know, it's like Martin Luther King said. It's like, uh, you know, in the end. Uh, what we remember is not the words of our enemies, but the silence of our friends, you know, and the white people have the ability to make an impact on this. So it's time, you know, black people have been saying it for years. Now you guys got the video to see what we've been talking about. And now it's time to step up. Right. And more unfortunate news, uh, Somali militants kill 147 at Kenyan university. Now, Damn, them Somalians, they some motherfuckers, ain't they? They pirates and, and uh, <laughs> terrorists. They, they some hellraisers. Yeah. Like, damn. Yeah. Yeah. Them Somalians, they got some attitudes. Boy, they got problems over there. Them motherfuckers. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, uh, where, where was uh, where, uh, where Rwanda? Uh, that was another case where, where, I mean, just Africa in general, there's a lot of... Uh, a lot of bloodshed going on. A lot of a lot of warlords fighting against one another. Right. Just anywhere it's people are poor and third struggling. World places, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, you know, it's any anywhere. Period. Anywhere there's human beings interacting, there's yeah. there's a there's a conflict. Yeah, anywhere, <laughs> yeah. There's going to be conflict. It's just a matter of to what extent that right. conflict will rise to. Yeah. Right. But these motherfuckers are Islamic extremists, right. and they're killing people. They're killing. They kill Christians. Yeah. Well, they yeah. They sing somebody out Christian, right. right. Somebody needs to wake these motherfuckers up and tell them the crusades are over. Like this is not the fucking Middle Ages. Well, that's you, what they're trying you, you to bring them. <laughs> <laughs> motherfuckers. Hey, Somalian pirates, terrorists, all y'all motherfuckers. This is not the Middle Ages. <laughs> Wake the fuck up and get that's over it. Exactly what they're trying to take us back to. Uh, that's, like, uh, that's Dino Red saying that. Those are yeah. the good old days, huh? Fuck a Somalian. Yeah. I show him some food and fuck him up. He won't know what the fuck to do. <laughs> Open up my refrigerator and he just be stunned. What? <laughs> God damn! Look at all that food and I knock the knock him the fuck out while he's staring at all the food. Man, <laughs> throw his ass a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Oh, this is pork? Oh, my God. 
Why, why not Allah let us have pork? <laughs> oh my God. This is scrumptious. Oh. I'll take Hey, you call it bacon? That's all we need. That's all we need. Bacon. We call it the other white meat, motherfucker. Oh. Oh. Do the white women taste like this, too? Oh, my God. Now they're a little more salty. I surrender. They taste like crackers. Oh, man. Wow. So yeah, that, that's just crazy. Just people still, still. I mean, it's like Nigeria. Too, it, it's it's, it's crazy it's that Nigeria. that people ever kill people in the name of religion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, it's crazy that it's still going on. But see, and now they have the internet, so it's like no, seriously. Like the thing is, obviously, you know, religious conflict, interethnic conflict. Like you said, that's as old as the human story. Mm-hmm. But I think you know one of the. Um, angles of this that kind of makes it leap off the page is the fact that we know that they're part of this you know global al-qaeda yeah this whole global yeah. terrorist movement and it's that's what makes it terrifying yeah. it's because they're connected it, if they were just you know ran it, they're not random is what i'm trying to say no yeah, I, was, I was reading I, or i heard somewhere that islam is the uh the fastest growing religion in the world and uh i guess with the yeah, pr- see with the with the uh, um with the uh, with, when you proselytize like this, yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, <laughs> yeah. their their recruitment uh, campaign is very effective. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Allah or death, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Jehovah's Witnesses, they just leave a pamphlet. You know, like, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, Oof. yeah, yeah, man. Mm, mm, mm. yeah. Uh, alaikum. Yeah, and then it says uh, since um, since twenty uh, since uh, since two thousand eleven. No, since 2012, this particular um, offshoot, um, I can't remember the name of this particular offshoot of, of Al-Qaeda. They're responsible for, for 600 deaths just since, uh, just since 2012. Wow. Yeah, they're walling out. Yeah. Well. And... Uh, Yeah, I can't. I can't remember the name. I had the, the the name of the group, but I can't remember it. But yeah, they're uh, they're for real. They're real real deal. Yeah, and those are the, you know they don't kill. They they take and rape and right and do that sort of thing. And force them to marry them. And then you got these these kids in in Western countries uh, who <clears throat> decide they want to uh, leave home and go join up with. Uh, Join up with these organizations and Shabab. 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 That's the name yeah. of this. this Shabab. Shabab. Yeah, they're uh, they're they're affiliated with Al Qaeda, but that's the name of their their sect. That sounds like a fifties doo wop. Get a job. Al Shabab. Al Shabab. Al Shabab. That's terrible. Terrible. Get him, Bowser. Al Shabab. Man, and then a lot of people. On social media, we're getting upset about because people were posting. Well, I'm I'm a little confused, but there's 
I understand certain people are, are sensitive to, you know, to like the visuals Graphic. of like bodies and things mm-hmm. like that, you know. Um, but I also understand like people trying to share the story mm-hmm. because, I mean, you know, that's kind of what we do. And uh, to be honest, you know, a lot of story like this, you know, a lot of times not going to be picked up on your uh, local news. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I can understand if if people are, are you know, uh, bombarding your page with it. But if you're getting it in your feed because you're friends with that person because mm-hmm. they posted it on, then I think you need to kind of dial it back a little bit. You, you mean, know? What, what? I don't understand. What was the... People were, pe- like, were getting upset because they don't want to see dead bodies in their feed, in their timeline. And they're right. talking about... And they were also going as so far as to say that it's disrespectful. Right. And I disagree with that. I... I it is not disrespectful to to share an important story you know um you're posting it on your page you're linked to someone and they they get it in in their feed you know that's just you know it's unfortunate it's a sad thing but it's also something that that kind of needs to be shared you know you mm-hmm. you know the world you know doesn't need to be ignorant about this kind of thing mm-hmm. yeah. I, I, I i've seen i i generally I, I see people complain about it it usually has to do with animal torture or uh or hunting or something like that people would uh ask that their friends not post um <laughs> graphic images of of animals being killed and I guess that uh, I guess by extension that would you know uh, apply to I guess human beings mm-hmm. as well. And, but, I'm sorry. Uh, and you know I I understand not wanting to see it, but I, I just you know I just kind of I don't click on it or I just I just mm-hmm. keep it going. But I, I'm, I'm not that I, I don't have that weak a stomach, so I, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. Well, I think there's one thing. There's a grossness factor, which is like mm-hmm. you know, and then there's the are you going to bury your head in the sand from the story factor, right? Right. Which obviously the story is the most important thing. However, I do think there is. Um, a critique to be made, right? And it doesn't, by far, it doesn't mean that we don't share the story, but I do think we need to look. Like, if you look at examples of media representation of these kind of incidents, I think they are quicker to show images of people of color dead. Even the Walter Scott thing. Like, if you look at Walter Scott, what do we know about him? He's deceased. You know, they try, before the whole video came out, they tried to paint him as like, oh, he was a deadbeat dad. And, you know, he's this whatever guy had these minor run-ins with the law and but you know he's already like fucking a deadbeat dad but then that fucking redneck back where was it in virginia that killed those three muslim students and you know were they what were they talking about him they oh he likes puppies you know i mean the portrayal of like both victims in the media and like like if you think about all the kind of the the white massacres that happened they didn't show dead bodies you know what i mean right like mm-hmm. sandy hook or i mean of course those were kids but even like the movie theater they didn't show the massacre i think there is then, more tolerance well that's, for, that's awesome. i think there's more tolerance for graphic violence when people of color are the victims that's all i'm gonna that's what i'm gonna say well you know, i think you can't you can't uh <clears throat> when you compare the two, I don't I think I don't think those are exactly apples to apples because you're talking about a third world country versus our country, you know, and there's their media that took the pictures versus our media who took the pictures here. But it's not who takes so, the pictures. It's but it's still the media companies that d- decide whether to show it. For example, the um, the beheadings, you know, the ISIS beheadings of the journalists. Um, it was most most Western media outlets wouldn't show the actual beheading. You know, they they made a conscious choice not to show that, whereas they threw up the Walter Scott 
video with a quickness. And again, I'm not saying that they shouldn't have. In some ways, it was beneficial because now people are like, this is really what's going on. You know, like people. Well, are- I, don't, I don't think they really had that kind of control. I mean, the, the <clears throat> video went viral. I mean, it was one of those things. No, where no, it was no. Just- the video was released to the New York Times mm-hmm. to the extent that the video went anywhere, it mm-hmm. came from the New York Times. So the New York Times was the ultimate arbiter, which, sta- you know, the New York Times is the ultimate representative of media gatekeeper, you know. Yeah. So but it, w- it would have made its way <clears throat> to the Internet in- anyway. I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a, a matter of, you know, black, black bodies versus white bodies. No, it is. Think, it is it's... when it comes to the policy of the media outlets, right? I'm not saying – I'm saying that there is – a history that we need to look at where media companies and media so-called gatekeepers do represent and portray violence against different groups of people differently. That's just true. That's just a fact. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I don't know. I I have I would have to look at that and research it or whatever, but I I just don't Which again is I not an yeah. excuse for not paying attention to the story and that's really the bottom line. If if you need to see somebody getting shot to realize that br- police brutality is a real thing, you know, I feel like you shouldn't have to see it, but it's out there. It's happening. Well, yeah, but I mean, you know, people. Yeah, yeah, but you know, but seeing seeing it where it's like it's definitely like this guy was definitely not, you know, doing anything to threaten the officer at the time, right? You know, versus. You know, just hearing it, well, that's what they're going to they're going to conjure up in their mind a uh, image of the guy tussling with the officer and going right. for the officer's gun right. and the officer didn't have any choice but to shoot the person. Right. That's what that's what they hear if you just if there's no pictures associated right. with it. That's what they see in their minds. Absolutely. So I mean, you know, so you kind of can't argue both sides of it. Like, oh, well, they showed you know black people getting gunned down, but. Well, we, you know, well, I think the, you, we need to see that. Well, it, it's not an argument. It's not one side versus the other. It's the fact of, yes, you have to look at the um, the specific instances of of each each scenario has its own particularities. But at the same time, you can still critique, you know, kind of what are the patterns within media representation, right? You know, they're not they're not opposite. And also, not sorry, not to, my last point. One of the reasons why people do come up with those fucking, you know, scenarios in their mind about how what was probably happening is because of media representation. You know, we have been black people have been criminalized for so long. It's so easy for, you know, white people or not even just not just white people, but people, period. when they hear about a conflict between a citizen and a police person to just, you know, put this the same narrative that they've had presented to them over and over is going to pop up. Right, so they're related. Right. Anyway, basically, people don't want to. Uh, people in on in social media, a lot of a lot of people just don't want to see reality. Well, well, they don't <laughs> they don't want to see dead bodies or you know dead animals or yeah. bloodshed or whatever. Right, and I understand that, but yeah. at the same time, if the person is not posting it on your page, yeah, right, you know, there's not really any like, why are you yelling at me and and, and saying that I'm disrespectful? Yeah. Right, like I'm well, not well, disrespectful. Fuck you. You know, and if you don't want to see it, then you can unfriend me yeah. or unfollow well, me. Right. Well, Which, thing, whichever it is. Well, the thing is, unless somebody is actually putting it on your page, you know, you, you just have to, you just have to take social media the way it is. I mean, people are going to post what they're going to post. Mm-hmm. You're going to see what you're going to see. Yeah. I mean, are and, you calling the fucking news disrespectful because they're running the same story with the exact same video? I mean, 
You know, I mean, like, where does the disrespect come in? Who, who, who's being disrespected? And like, but I don't know. Some people get so fucking sensitive about certain things that it's like it's not even rational anymore. It's just like, what, what, what are you yelling about? Well, people are just people are sensitive about the portrayal of dead bodies. I think that's what it is. Yeah, that's 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 why I don't watch. Uh, um, what's that show? Uh, dead, dead, uh, The Walking Dead. <laughs> I'm really tired of the way dead bodies are being disrespected every week. Oh, yeah, that yeah, that's big time disrespect right there. <laughs> Love it. Negative, negative Love stereotypes. Such a negative stereotypes negative t- of zombies. zombies. Yeah, exactly. it's, uh, it's very yeah. disturbing. Zombie lives matter. So, in somewhat uh, in, in in lighter news, uh, no pun intended, activists calls Kendrick Lamar, quote unquote, fake conscious coon. <laughs> For marrying a light-skinned to, woman. That, you know, that was one of my favorite cartoons, Fake Conscious Coon. <laughs> I used to watch that every week. I would love to hear that, Jimbo. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that was your favorite meal. <laughs> you know, that was the odd thing. It was like, I love the cartoon, but I didn't like the Deep meal. Fry. Yeah. <laughs> Barbecue, too. Yeah. Fake Conscious I, Coon. I like, fake, <laughs> I like Fake Conscious Possum. <laughs> right? A lot better than fake conscious cooking. That was much tastier. But t- it tastes just like fake conscious chicken. Mmm, <laughs> <laughs> fake conscious chicken. Mm. How much irony is is in this uh, title for this so called activist? Uh, actually, I believe she calls herself a, a dark skinned activist. Mm-hmm. Uh, what the fuck, dude? Like, okay, y- you are this bitch. Sit down somewhere. Just sit the fuck down. How are you calling yourself an activist and then you are like trying to uh, divide the black people like this? I'm like, you know what? You are not fucking better than light-skinned black women. You, you're not. You're not. Right. You're not. You're not better. You're not more black. Right. You're not. Right. You're just more black. That's all you are. <laughs> it doesn't mean better. It doesn't mean more black. It doesn't. No, it just means you're darker. That's what it means. That's all. Get the fuck over it. I'm so tired of like these 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 women um, coming for the light skinned women. My family is full of light skinned black women. My daughter is a light skinned black little girl, and my mother, who just passed away, was a light skinned black woman. Okay, so just stop, just stop because it's foolishness and it's ridiculousness. They are not any less black than you are, and to take. Take out your frustrations because, yes, you know, there has been a bias towards light-skinned women, but they haven't exactly been on this gravy train either that you want to make it out to be, okay? They still have to go through a lot of the same, if not more, drama than you guys go through. So, you know, just because they have been shown preferential treatment in some instances, in some circumstances, whatever, don't take that shit out on them. So well, what I you're think- saying is that the grass isn't greener on the lighter side of the fence? <laughs> it's uh, yellower. Oh, it's yellower. <laughs> it's red. It's red boner. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, look, this girl is a the woman who wrote that letter. She's a young girl. She's not the most sophisticated person. I mean, the, what I take away from it is like it's a teachable moment. You know, a lot of the, what you just said as black people, we need to acknowledge the history of colorism within the black community and start moving past it, right? But you got to acknowledge like the hurt and the place of trauma that a lot of dark girls 
dark skinned girls come from. Like, you know my niece. I, I understand all that. Yeah. I know that. I right. know that all too well. That right. doesn't give you the excuse to no, lash no. out. No, it absolutely doesn't. So fuck doesn't. that. It, that, that no. doesn't, you don't put somebody else down to bring yourself up. I agree. I'm saying that's the teachable moment part is where we have to like look back at our common history and say, okay, given you know the fact that these people have had certain advantages and these people have been traumatized in a certain way how do we now realize look this is all part of the racism game this all goes back to the willie lynch letter you know what i'm saying this is the fucking willie lynch letter right. it's still living it's still manifesting well, today was the willie lynch letter written on a brown paper bag <laughs> <laughs> that would be so fucking perfect though if it was right <laughs> Oh my god, it probably was. That's probably where the paper bag test came from. <laughs> oh god. Oh shit. That was so inappropriate. <laughs> that was so appropriate. That's I why it that. was funny. That was great. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Um so yeah, that's all I have to say about her and her trifling ass. I'm I'm just sick of it because she's just young and dumb. It, but it's not just her. It's like I've been seeing this shit more and more and more. And then it's like and hearing all these little snide comments and stuff about half breeds and mutts and oh uh, you know uh, yeah you know it's like uh, just it's just fucking oh it's, yeah I don't I don't like it and it's not okay to discriminate against them because they're light skinned It's not okay. It's not. So stop it. I'll tell you this, if you can think you're as light-skinned as you want to be, but get elected president and you're going to be a monkey from Kenya. <laughs> like, real quick. <laughs> man. That's bullshit, man. So, um... I see, your, I see your light inner pain coming out. <laughs> let, let your light-skinnedness come out. Is this red-skinnedness? Come on, now. So, black girls rock and white folks got pissed. Man. But uh I was pissed too, but for a different reason. I I just was like really bored. On entertain on a on a purely entertaining level, that was that, that show was not entertaining. I it was like it seemed like it just went on forever. It felt really long. It sounds like every every and it just it just <laughs> it just didn't it was not entertaining to me at all. But you know, yay, black girls rock. And <laughs> but no, but was, oh, yes, a great, great bit of enthusiasm. <laughs> That's some endorsement uh-huh. coming from Dino Red. Yippee ki motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> no, but white girls have the nerve to be salty about it. That was the news. Yeah, well, they was they was pissed at the, the first lady for right. uh, for being there. Right, it's so because you know we're not supposed to. I guess she's not supposed to recognize publicly that she's black. <laughs> So we, and so she fucked up and let the cat off the bag. Come on, dude. When you when you bring Big Mama to the White House to live with you and raise, help raise the babies, come on. But yeah, man. So they was pissed and they said it was racist and all that. Yeah, they don't. White people don't get when you've been uh, held back when you've and been marginalized. Held, right, right. When you've been held back and, and you have a history of that, that sometimes you have to celebrate do yourself. things to right to uplift you know the, the the next generation and to to instill positive self worth and you have to you know and it's it's not about excluding you. It's just not about you. Right, and that's that's, that's, that's the what thing. they hate about it. Right. That's what they it's, hate it's about not, it. They it's can't not about stand ex- that we have something that's not just, about them. Well, and then they also. 
don't like the fact that if they did it, then it would be seen as racist or it wouldn't go over very well. But and they do it every goddamn day. But it's, it's kind of like, they, it's like, it's like, you don't get, it's like, it's not the same thing. You don't right. have to, you're the dominant culture. Right, exactly. So you're the default. Right. I mean, everything is about you. Exactly. And glorifies you, know? you and honors so, you. Right. So, you know, the, you guys are told you rock from jump. Right. And you, you're told that everyone wants to rape you and black so, men, you know, <laughs> you know, it's, it's insane. <laughs> You're the beauty so, standard. Yeah. You're the fucking. Well, it's 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 basically the the uh, the fact that they can't say the n word all over again. You know, exactly. it's like they you know certain things that just they don't yeah. they don't get and they don't they don't like it and they can't do it it's and like, they don't like it. It's like so. that three or five things that handful of things that <laughs> right. that are untouchable. That so let's trade. In spite of white privilege, let's exactly. trade. Let's trade. Yes. We'll, we'll be the dominant culture. Right. We'll enslave you for four hundred years, and, and right. then you can say nigga, and, and then you can have white girls rock. <laughs> all you all want that. all you want you can yeah. have historically white universities all that exactly. you, can, you can do all that you can have the united white people's <laughs> college fund right we'll trade you can have the trade. NAACP <laughs> NAWP <laughs> no Caucasian people <laughs> right they, they don't get it they don't get it but they I need mean, to listen to this show some of them do but most of them don't get no, it no I know my, it, my white friends are so cool. That's why I don't really trip off of, yeah. you know. So, but something else about the float is, uh, um, I really love this. She was on, um, she was on live with uh, Kelly and Michael. Mm-hmm. That sounds so weird. Because, yeah. you know, saying that uh, live. Regis, with, yeah, yeah. instead of Regis and somebody. Yeah. Yeah, with Kelly and Michael. It was so funny. Anyway, because, um, you know, uh, her girls got invited got voted by Time Magazine most influential teens. Right. Yeah, two of the most influential teens or something like mm-hmm. that, whatever. And uh, the the first lady had had this to say about that. And uh, Malia and Sasha also, they were named Time Magazine's most influential teen. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, you're not like a proud mom about that? They're not influential. <laughs> they just live here. <laughs> right. She pointed at the, the White House. To gain any influence. Yeah. Now, are you, are you, um, <laughs> are you uh, the mom that uh, sort of has to... Uh, be on top of them to stay off of social media or to get their homework done or are they pretty much self-motivated? They're, they're pretty self-motivated. We've always had rules. No screen time during the week. No phones. Now that Malia's older, she is pretty much independent yeah. because I, I want her to be prepared for college when I'm not there. But they get their stuff done. They handle their business. Have they ever tried to say, well, you know, Mom, I don't feel like doing my homework because I'm one of the most influential teens. Yeah. It's not feeling it right now. Yeah, I don't even think they realize that they're influential. I don't think anybody showed them that article. Oh, that's good. (laughs) (laughs) Don't mention it. Oh, we won't. Yeah. So if you I, thought she wasn't black before, well, <laughs> she came with the black mama on I, that one. <laughs> what I like about that clip is just, I, it reminds me of that uh, uh, when uh, Heathcliff Huxtable would be like, no, no, me and your mother are rich. Right. You have nothing. Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. Like, like, me and your daddy are influential. Exactly. Y'all bitches ain't done shit. Right. You're just riding on our coattail, <laughs> on our sperm tails. <laughs> you little heifers. Y'all don't even keep y'all room clean half right. the time. <laughs> y'all ain't influ- exactly. influencing shit. <laughs> shows why they're still humble as opposed to the Kylie and Kendall Jenners out there. You know, that shit is crazy. Uh, so, yeah, that, that was funny. I, I liked her response to that. Yeah. That was, that was uh, great. How old are the, um, are the kids? Who, Sasha and Malia? Mm-hmm. 
Um, Malia's like 17, I think. Really? Wow. So, yeah, wow. she's about to graduate. And Sasha's like 14 or 15. Oh, okay. They're high school girls. Wow. Yeah, man. Kids grow up. Remember how cute and little they were when they first came? Eight, well, me and my wife, we talk about it all the time. Like, you know, eight to ten years, man. It's just so long for kids. That's, child, we, that's pretty much your entire childhood. Almost. Because we, we talk about, uh, we are just talking about um, Shantae's cousin, who was the, like, the, the, uh, the, the there's um, two, two cousins, a boy and a girl, about the same age. And they were practically little babies. They were Danya's age in our wedding. When we got married, one mm-hmm. was the ring bearer and one was the the flower girl, mm-hmm. and they were about six, you know. And now, you know, they look like grownups. Right. <laughs> now, now it's like, yeah. What's up, Uncle Dino? Right, right. What's right, up, right. Uncle Dino? Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. And uh, what trips me off? Trips me up. Um, well, definitely that trips trips me out because I have a gang of nieces and nephews, and mm-hmm, they're all mm-hmm. like growing so fast. But also, it trips me out thinking about kids like your little girl who. They never lived in a world without a black president. Right. How crazy is that? Yeah. Right. I never lived in a, in a world with a rotary phone. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's something, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, that is true. I mean, at this, but at this point, she doesn't even know what it means to... to That's what I'm saying. They're, they're, you know, they don't even understand. It's going right. to take a long time for them to even process. Right. You know, it's almost like us hearing about segregation, for you know, or something from our parents. Right. Okay. So, in still lighter news. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're getting lighter and lighter. Right, right, right. Uh, Light-skinned her. <laughs> Erica Campbell was taking all kinds of heat, as you uh, mentioned uh, earlier, Charlie Bell, for her... Um, Gangsta trap rap gospel. <laughs> right, right. Uh, Erica Campbell is one half of the uh, the big, big, big time uh, gospel duo uh, Mary Mary. Who, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. She seemed like she's always under fire. She was under fire a couple of years ago for that white dress that she wore. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'd like to thank you for that that white dress, uh, Erica Campbell. <gasps> I appreciate it. It ministered to me in, in a it number made, of ways. Made you praise the Lord. It it, it made me rise. <laughs> now rise again. <laughs> yes, he, Lord. He wanted to wade in your water. <laughs> <laughs> That dress, that dress, good lord. That's terrible. Who in the way she filled it out. But anyway, uh now she's under fire for uh yeah, she made a gospel uh trap uh song slash rap and uh we happen to have it here on the shiznit, so uh you guys take a listen and uh tell us what you think. <laughs> it's called I Love God. L U H Love God. I love God. You don't love God? I love God. <laughs> you don't love God? What's wrong with you? I love God. You don't love God? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you, Charlie Bell? No, I love God. Don't get me on the wrong side. I can live no other way. Truth be told, I'm living now on an A. Not a scene of blessings in the modern day. The Lord, I serve you. And twerk. And twerk. And twerk. Love him, I love him. Hey. 
love him, I love him, I love him, love him, I love him, I love him, love him, I love him, I love him, 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 you ain't got the money moving by yourself, and you know you did it with a lot of him, you know it's only one, it ain't nobody else, you got me talking strong and I I think they get it now. I think, they, I think they've gotten the gist of it. I don't think Dino's gotten it yet. I, 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 he's he's I think, under getting it. I think he wants some more. I think, yeah, I think that's what it is. Oh that's right. Shoot. I'm picturing her in that white dress twerking to this. <laughs> Those are not the holy. <laughs> wow. Okay, so. Um, I want to hear from you first, Charlie Bell. What are your thoughts on this? I have a feeling Damon and I are probably from the same camp, but I don't know. I mean, I get it. They're trying to sell records to young people. They're tra- first of all, they're trying to sell records. It's still the gospel music business is still a business. It's they have to sell records, right? And mm-hmm. then also, they said the same thing about Kirk Franklin. Mm-hmm. They said they always say the same thing when mm-hmm. the when the gospel artists try to adapt to the modern times. They're like, oh, you losing the Holy Spirit. It's saying what it's about, blah blah. Right, blah. Right. But it's about a message to the people, right? And so they see the influence of music and pop culture on kids, and they want to try to take advantage of it. The problem I have with it is it's not authentic. It doesn't sound. It doesn't feel authentic. It doesn't sound authentic. That was a straight. That was a straight bite from from Big Sean. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Like, it, I could see trying to modernize it, but it has to be genuine, right? So okay. So your your issue is not with the 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 morality of it, but rather the artistic. Uh, right. Oh, from an artistic standpoint, you have beef with it. Yeah, it doesn't okay. work. Okay. All right, uh, Wheezy. What you what would you say? Uh, what's Mary Mary? Uh, <laughs> um, the uh, yeah, uh, you know, it, I I don't know what to add to that other than um, it, it's uh, it, it, like with all music, it, it, it evolves. It uh, I, I had you know, as she was pointing out, Kirk Franklin. I, mm-hmm. I was thinking uh, Ray Charles uh, and other uh, artists that mm-hmm. you know, Aretha Franklin, where they bring a gospel sensibility into a, 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 a it, they combine gospel with the blues mm-hmm. which you know would seem to be blasphemous at the time mm-hmm. and it, it, to me it doesn't seem any different you know that right. basically what she's doing is 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 uh putting a contemporary sound to a, a to a gospel message mm-hmm. and uh you know the, the way i look at it is uh it's it's you know it, it's probably welcome i guess if it was someone younger a lot younger i don't think people would uh have an issue with it right. Right. And to be, I mean, as much critique as she's so-called getting, didn't she? She just won a bunch of whatever the gospel version of the Grammys is. She just won a gang of them, so it's mm-hmm. not getting that much backlash. Well, this didn't come out until after that, though. Oh, I thought this was one of the songs on the album. No, I think this just came out. I think. Oh, okay. I, well, that's my impression that this just came out. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I think it was maybe just released as a single. I don't know. I'm not a gospel well, okay. well, I know, like, expert. Last, I know. Last week they had the go- was last week was the gospel awards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah. So uh, okay, I guess we all pretty much from the same. Yeah, I don't have a problem with it. Yeah, <clears throat> you guys mentioned uh, Kirk Franklin and Ray Charles, whatever. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, I thought, yeah, we went through this with Kirk Franklin and God's mm-hmm. Property, and you mm-hmm. know, when he first came out with Stomp, um, mm-hmm. we went through Which this. Which is now with a black the, classic. You can right. play it at every black barbecue. Yeah, we heard it uh, when um, uh, Rev Run came out with Down with the King. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we heard it when 
the Clark sisters. You oh, brought right. the sunshine. We heard it with Jermaine Hawkins. Yeah. Uh, Spirit fall down on me. Yeah. The, uh, some of these songs they actually played in clubs. Yeah, you they know? still do. <laughs> I, so I, I've disco many a night to you oh, brought the sunshine. Oh, what was that the song by the Staple Singers? Uh, Staple Singers. It was like a number one hit. Um, oh, Chasing the Roses away. Huh? I'll take you there. Oh, was it out to take you there? It was a gospel song. Yeah. They, they, I'll take you there. Oh, was, that, was that? Is that what you're thinking? I, I think so. Maybe. I'm, maybe. Yeah. <clears throat> well, yeah, that, that was, yeah. A, that was another one. Why are they crying? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a gospel song. Yeah. I mean, the Sable Singer were gospel. They yeah. were actually, they were one of the first big gospel crossovers. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah the, the Clark Sisters, Staple Singers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, it's this has been going, I mean, everything Leon Patillo put out, everything that Amy Grant put out. Right. You know, I mean, right, right, right. it's just, this has been going on forever. Right. So I just see it as, as that, uh, right. like, a, you know, the next. The next step in the in the next same evolution. thing, yeah. yeah. Next evolution. I don't. I don't really have a problem with right. it. Right. But see, like Mary, uh, Mary, Mary's song, um, "Go Get Your Blessings." I like that song. I, I I think they do a lot of stuff that's cute. But this was too fake for me. I think it's not. Oh yeah, and uh, what do you call it? Um, the Winans uh, did that the song with the uh, Aaron Hall, and I think it was produced by Teddy Riley, a friend. Right. Yeah. That that yeah. They, there was a lot of talk about that. Yeah. That R and B song, and Prince has done a gospel tune, uh, uh, song or two in mm-hmm. uh, in his mm-hmm. lifetime. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Prince has done. Nate, you, it, you, it's almost hard to name some Prince hasn't done. <laughs> <laughs> Prince done did everything. Whatever you done did, Prince done did it before. And no paternity suits. Done did it. He done did it. Done did it. He done did it. Done Okay, well, why don't we just uh, take a break real quick, and uh, we'll be back right after this. Today's episode is brought to you by Family Time Travel, your one-stop destination to every place you want to be. Whether you want to go to the French Riviera on a luxurious vacation or a budget vacation to Vegas and everything in between, Family Time Travel is your one-stop destination for all your travel needs. You can go to our site at familytimetravel.paycation.com and you can help yourself in our search engine or you can leave your contact information and one of our certified travel agents will give you a call and give you all the personalized service that you require. Family Time Travel. FamilyTime.Vacation.com. Tell them Dino sent you. Dino Red and the Shiznit Show. Fresh out of school because I was a high school grad. Got to get a job because I was a high school dad. Wish I got paid by a rapper to the nation. But that's not likely. So here's my application. Pass it to the all right, and we're back. Well, all right. But there's no SC for this junk stuff. I didn't have no money, so now I got a punch up. I got a slave and be. All right, well, it's just Charlie Bell and Dino Red. The weasel had an. Uh, he weaseled his way out the show. <laughs> he had a hard out, so he had to take off. And he left it in our very capable hands. But you know what? 
it's just as well because next is the his least favorite segment of all. Well, his least competent, his least well, the segment he's least good well, at. Okay, it's also his least favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they're mutually exclusive. <laughs> I'm just saying, if he was better at it, he might enjoy it more. <laughs> right? Yeah. I, I don't. Yeah, it's like he doesn't even get it for you know for some reason. But uh, yeah, it's time for some of that shiznit show. NFL race draft. The Shiznit Show race draft. The Shiznit. All right. So, okay, Charlie Bell, I am going to let you go first. All right. I'm I'm building the dream team, I'm building the dream team. <laughs> we probably should keep a record of everybody that. We... I know I'm kind of trying to remember if I used some of these before. Yeah. Oh well, either way. Right. <laughs> so okay, straight out the box, I'm going to trade Byron Allen and Don Lemon. No. Wait. You not? didn't see the. You didn't see my. I got Don Lemon. I'm trading Don Lemon today. You didn't read the thing. I saw. What? We can't both trade Don Lemon. How we both? Okay, damn. Why do you think I put it on there so nobody would take my my players? That's why I put it on there. <sighs> we're still we're, first of all not for you to be like, oh yeah, I want to trade that nigga too. First of all, we're <laughs> on the same team, <laughs> so anybody would get off of the black team. <laughs> all right, go ahead and trade him, but don't touch my other two. Let me see who you got. Let me go back to the list and make sure. Man, I can't believe you're in a hijack. Like, oh yeah, that's the good one. Wait. I would trade him too. Raven Simone, I feel like I already traded her about four times. Okay, whatever. I don't remember her being traded. Hmm. Anywho. Okay, let me <laughs> four times. Okay. <laughs> I'll come back to <laughs> She needed to be traded four times, but we haven't <laughs> traded her. We haven't played this game in forever. You're right. And the last time right. we played, she hadn't acted up yet. Right. Okay. So Okay, okay, let's start with music. Let's start with music. Okay. I will trade Cut Close and Allure for the chicks from the Tom Tom Club. Yes. Yes. (sighs) That's a win. Come on. Except there's one song from Cut Close that I really, really like. Let the Tom Tom Club sample it. (laughs) (laughs) This this, is only that one song with Keith Sweat. I, I love that song. (laughs) <laughs> oh man and see we don't even have Damon here to break the tie or anything right. oh. well, okay let's put let's table that one okay come back to it <laughs> we'll table it for now because okay. yeah I that really one has like to go to song. commission review yeah <laughs> all right and man you had to throw in a lure too and I I mean why, why don't you just why don't you just trade straight up trade a lure for Tom Tom Club because it's Leave not equal value. It's not equal value. Well, I don't feel like cut close is going to make it that much more equal. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you can add something to the harmonies. And then, and then with Tom Tom Club too, they're not all that. They got just one monster hit. One monster hit, but a lot. But they were. Um, and a lot of people sampled that one hit. But, but they were visionaries. They were. They were. They were the avant-garde. That's why. I think they got lucky with one big ass hit. No, they were huge. Anyway. Go ahead. Name me one other Tom Tom Club song that anybody plays That's ever. That's not the point. It is the point. It's not my point. 
It's not my turn. Okay, moving right along. Moving right along. Okay, who, okay, it's my turn now. Your turn. So since you already let out the bag, I am going to trade Raven Simone for. Can I trade her for Rosie Perez? Or does she not count because she's partially black? Oh yeah, she doesn't count. She's she Rosie Perez doesn't count. She's on our team. Is for she? Rosie O'Donnell, maybe. <laughs> no, I don't want to. No, I don't. I don't. No. I, 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 no. I. Not, I don't even. No, I wouldn't give a raisin for Rosie O'Donnell. Mm-mm, no. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Hmm. Um, let's see. Actress. Hmm. Kind of. Yeah. Talented. You don't seem very prepared for your racial draft today. Well, I didn't. I had the people that I was going to get rid of. I didn't know who I was going to want for them. Well, I did. Well, some of them I did. <laughs> but you fucked me up with that whole uh, stealing Don Lemon. And then Damon not being here, that takes away some of my time to, uh, to think. To think. Yeah. Uh, let me see, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know who. Cause I, like I said, I have Rosie Perez, but that you, you negated her. You said I don't feel like she's black enough to not. I don't think she's on the black team. Her acknowledging that 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 Latinos have black blood in them, I don't feel like that's enough. Cause I don't think she would consider herself on the black team. If slavery was still in effect, yeah. she would be on the black team. I guarantee you. Well, she wouldn't have no choice. They, That's would, my point. they would they would put her on the black team, That's but my point. That's my point. If you if you didn't have a choice during slavery, you're automatically team black. <laughs> That's my criteria. If you had to use the black water fountain. Exactly. If you couldn't drink from <laughs> Oh man. Okay. Um who else is on that show? Okay. Okay, I know. I'll trade. I'll trade Raven Simone for Jenna Elfman. Jenna Elfman is a Scientologist. That's weird. I don't care. They got black Scientologists. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, done deal. We got Jenna Elfman and got rid of Raven Simone. (laughs) All right. Oh, by the way, did you see the Scientology uh, documentary? I didn't. I didn't see the documentary, but I read a whole book. I read the book about the um, the the guy who's in charge, his niece, Muscovich. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. David David Muscovich. Uh-huh. I think his name. Yeah. yeah. I, I read. I read the whole his niece's whole biography. Yeah, that shit is wild. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I would trade Byron Allen and. <laughs> Yeah, because I'm trying to get it. I'm trying to be fair to the white people, okay, even though. They okay. <laughs> well, Byron Allen's a fucking—he's a mogul. That's true. Okay, yeah. so just how about, how he stands about, alone. I'll trade Byron Allen and his money. <laughs> I was gonna say his money goes with him. His money alone. So makes I'll trade him Byron a Allen and trade. his money for Louis C.K. Louis C.K. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, I guess it's fair. Louis C.K. is way overrated to me, but Byron Allen. He's a fucking phenomenon. I don't know how he made all that money. Cause he, him, or nor his shows are funny. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so, that's what I'm saying. But you know, he's giving black people work, so I give him that. And that's the one problem I have with that trade, though. You trade away. Louis C.K. has put black people to work. I don't think he's making black people work. I don't think he's putting black people to work like Byron Allen. No, that's true. He's got a whole network full of uh, mediocre, talented motherfuckers. <laughs> 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 what whole network? He, Byron Allen got a whole network. 
What's the network? Well, okay, uh, I'm sorry, not a network, a, network, a production, a production company, company right, uh, right. right, full of shows. Right. He could have a network. He right. got enough shows to to staff a network. I stand by my trade. Well, yeah. So I think okay. I think the right. the annals of history are gonna. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think I think the white people are getting over on us on that one, but I'll let it go. Because I'm not that big a fan of Byron Allen. But like I said, except, well, for, the, except for the fact that he employs a whole bunch of black people. So, okay. So my next one is Isaiah Washington. Ooh. Yes. Gotta go, gotta go. <laughs> gotta go, gotta go. <laughs> gotta go, gotta go. Gotta go, gotta go. Go tell Chris Rock that he's wrong for driving a Mercedes. What? That he's asking them to get pulled over by the cops. What? What a whack, <laughs> a whack ass. <laughs> oh, man. Whack I trade ass. Isaiah Washington, and I think it's only fitting uh, to trade him for, um, I can't think think of his, uh, what, what's the, the white co-worker that he called a fag? What's that guy's name? Um, I can't think of his name. He, his character was George. On the show, yeah, I, tr- I trade him you for know, him. I watch TV, so I'm wrong. Yeah, I trade. Well, I trade Isaiah Washington for. You say for any successful for gay white actor in Hollywood. <laughs> he, ain't, he ain't done nothing since he got since he got off that show. Right? Why don't you? But trade I still him for take du- him for. I still take him over Isaiah Washington. Why don't you trade him for Doogie Howser? That guy's balling. Ooh. Okay, Neil Patrick here, but see, I don't know. I don't think white people would give. I don't think they would think that was a fair trade. But but George, <laughs> but the other dude. He, he ain't been on TV since Grey's Anatomy, so they wouldn't care about giving him up. So they'll 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 go for that trade. So try to be fair. So okay. Isaiah Washington for the, the the guy who played George. I can't think of his name. Uh, TK TK Knight or something like that. Okay, I think that's his name. I'll have to look him up and and get him next time. Okay, so it's back on you. Oh, crap. Um. Hmm. Okay. Let's see. Who's out there doing it? For the white women. Let's see. Oh. Let's see. <laughs> I'll trade Hillary Clinton for Iyanla. Okay, I'll take that trade. Yeah, I'll take that. I don't think the white people going to take that, though. I don't think they're going to trade uh, the first black president. For, I mean, the first female president. For I think you're going to have to throw, you might have to throw in Gail King or somebody. Yeah, okay, Iyanla and Gail. Yeah, now that they might go for, okay. yeah, they love Gail. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so they like Hillary too. Okay, I am going to trade the NAACP. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> gotta go, gotta go. I will trade the NAACP for Glad. <laughs> <laughs> the re- the reason Charlie Bell is not talking is because she's dead. She's dead right now. She just died on the air. You know, just killed Charlie Bell. Oh Lord, killed the club. not my Charlie. Killed the club. Can't kill my podcast wife. <laughs> Come back, podcast wife. Wow. Wow. <laughs> NAACP for glad. There you have it. Maybe our public. all right and that's it that is the end of this week's episode of the nf the shiznit show nfl race draft (laughs) (laughs) i think this one of our better ones (laughs) oh wait though we left something on the table ah 
We'll, we'll do it next time. Yeah, we'll, I still we'll have a couple. Table. Okay. I don't have any more though. That's all. That's all I got. Yeah, I got so. some. Oh man. All right. Well, um, don't have any feedback to give um, or to read. Uh, a couple of quick shout outs though. Um, shout out to Chaz as always, our uh, super fan who does the bang up job on the Facebook page. Does a wonderful job. Shout out to him. Shout out to uh, my boy Latone Hart and the 730 show. Um, you guys who are uh, Game of Thrones fans, the Pod of Thrones is coming back. Coming back uh, probably Tuesday. Maybe oh, it might air Wednesday. I'm not sure. It, it depends on how fast I'm able to get it out. Tuesday or Wednesday of this week, we'll be uh, reviewing the first episode with Dino Red and Latone Hart. So uh, check all your local listings for that podcast. <laughs> and all you guys who are pot, uh, Game of Thrones fans, you got to check it out. Check out the Pot of Thrones. Uh, if you want the, uh, the the recap of the end of last season is up, if you want, uh, when me and Uncle, if you want to check that out, um, you can go in and listen to that to get yourself ready and hype for the uh, the episode tonight. Yes, Charlie Bell, you're going to have to find a way to start watching Game of Thrones. I know. Yeah. I know. So, um. I'm about to start having the pole dance to get some fucking cable. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. If anyone's hiring middle-aged <laughs> cable dancers, <laughs> hit us up. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, you guys. Dino Red just tried to make it miss. Here. <laughs> okay. Uh, shout out to our boy uh, T. Wilson from the What Up Doe Show. And our boy Bug Nutty. Uh, props to him. Got to check his show out. It's a very funny show. Um, he's in a, kind of a transition right now, so just check for it. You never know when he's coming out with a show right right now. It's just kind of all over the place. But a uh, very good show, very funny show. Not very long. Won't take up a lot of your time. And uh, check out the Get Back to Reality show with uh, Jared Hill and the Tati B. And Angelique Jackson, they are three of the funny, crazy, crazy people there. Their show is a lot like The Read. If you like The Read, then you would like uh, Get Back to Reality. So uh, check them out and um, tell all your friends about The Shiznit Show. Please share the show on our social media. Share it on Facebook. Share it on Twitter. Turn turn one of your friends or your family members onto the show. And um, check us out next time. We'll be here next week with the all-new show. Hopefully, we'll have a guest. And uh, so for Damon the Weasel Stanford, for Charlie Bell, I'm Dino Red. Holla at your boy. From all of our crew to listeners like you, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Shiznit. And don't forget to tell your friends about the show. Check out our website, theshiznitshow.com, or hit us up on Facebook under The Shiznit. Follow us on Twitter at The Shiznit Show. Write to us at theshiznitshow at gmail.com, or leave us a voicemail and make it sexy at 424-261-4878. This has been The Shiznit. You're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network.